Sometimes people need a leg up. You yourself, you know, I mean, you, you get to, gets to be this time of year and you're busy, 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 busy. You know, I mean, there's spring planning to be done. There's, you know, all this stuff, this line of, of items that needs to be done and you have to get at it and you cannot do it quick enough. Trust me, I know the feeling. I'm, I'm sitting there right now. But there comes a time where you need to let go of how busy you are and help someone else that is desperate for your help. And that's, you know, it's not easy. It, and, and the other people, they don't like asking for help, but you got to help them. So this is your reminder that, hey, no matter how busy you are or how bad you have it, sometimes someone else needs your help. Okay? And that doesn't mean you need to shoot yourself in the foot. But it means we need to sometimes let go of what we're doing. And give somebody else a leg up. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, everybody. Wow, listeners, my heavens, a lot of new listeners lately, and I sure appreciate you. Um, I, my name is Ziggy. Uh, I live in, um, uh, in, in the uh, central Minnesota area, and we're kind of up-and-comer homesteaders. And we're at the point right now where the grocery bill is really low, and we actually have a little bit of income coming in off of it. Um, we have a lot of beating hearts around our, our, uh, our, our property. We have a little three acre property. And uh, have a beautiful wife and daughter. And, and uh, we, uh, we just have a great, great homestead. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's challenging at times. Uh, we definitely have a lot of smiles. Once in a while we have tears. And uh, once in a while you, uh, you're in the sun enjoying it, and then the next day you're enjoying your sunburn. So uh, homesteading is not, not for the lazy cocksuckers out there, but it is for those who, uh, you know, if, if you're going to enjoy it, go ahead and do it. The way we're homesteading and the way we do things, you know, there are multiple families that that use our products and enjoy what we enjoy our bounty. There are a lot of people that pay money for high quality products and they know where it comes from. And that is the people that are our customers. Um, yeah, so that is where we are at with our homestead. And those of you that are new listeners, you know, um, I don't rehearse my podcasts. I don't have a set of notes in front of me. I'm very busy. I work a full-time job. I have a podcast and a homestead. And we like to remodel shit. So I'm busy. <laughs> Not to mention, you know, you try to be a good dad, a good family man, a, a good son, a good you know, a, a good husband, and uh, sometimes it's a wrestling match, and sometimes you 
you're standing in the middle of something wondering what the hell to do. But uh, you have so many directions to go, you don't know which one to pick. But as long as you do something, you're always on to something, right? So it's, uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Uh, we have a great life and, and yeah. Yeah, you can go back and listen to any episode you want. I notice a lot of people are listening to very backlogged episodes. I don't know how you found me. I have no idea why I have so many listeners. And, you know, and the only reason that is is because I guess people must appreciate it when you're off the hook. You just randomly talk about shit. And today, the random shit that I am going to talk about is uh, natural egg incubation. And let me tell you, I am so excited right now about natural egg incubation. I just cannot tell you how excited I am about it. Um, I found out the other day, I went in, you know, and we've been picking eggs all weekend, and I, and I got myself a buff Orphington. Now, a buff Orphington is one of those chickens that every flock should have. Of course, there are others that are really good at being brody, but uh, this Buff Orphington went brody. And going brody means that it is sitting on the eggs that everybody is laying. And it's sitting whether, whether it has eggs under it or not. When you go to pick eggs one day, you'll all of a sudden find one of your birds that has all the feathers picked off of its belly. And it, as you go into the nest to get the eggs out from under it, it'll go like that. It's kind of trying to warn you off of the nest. You know, that's it using its voice like, hey, get the hell out of here. I'm protecting these eggs and I'm making them hatch. When that happens, you have yourself a Brody hen. Now, not all Brody hens are created equal. We have a uh, beautiful, large Delaware hen will go Brody, but then all of a sudden she'll just like get off the eggs and go out and play around the frickin' pen for half the day and then go Brody again. And that's why she gets the shit kicked out of her by the rest of the flock. Because <laughs> they're telling her, you gotta get on those eggs, and she doesn't want to do it. And she's a wonderful hen, we absolutely love her, but I mean, she's just not dependable. You cannot depend on her to sit on the eggs. You know what I mean? So last year we hatched two eggs. The chicks did not live, but this year we're gonna do it much differently. Um, I have the date written down that they're going to hatch. Uh, last year we had an olive egger go Brody, and she did a great job of hatching two eggs. We ended up breaking two or three of them. What I did is I took the eggs that I wanted to hatch that were within 24 hours old, I uh, took a Sharpie and put X's on every corner of them so anybody who picks eggs does not pick those eggs. And uh, I put them under the hen and what we'll do is, I think I have six eggs under her right now. Um, I don't know why, but chickens tend to get better hatch rates than I do. I'm not a pro. I, I love my incubator. It's a great incubator, but I, I'm not a pro at hatching chicks. Uh, naturally, though, God made hens. Uh, and they are wonderful at hatching chicks. So what I did is I took a Sharpie, threw a bunch of uh, X's on them, 
Uh, you can mark them however you like, whatever. Uh, Sharpies work great. I've never had problems with it. Uh, eggs not hatching that had Sharpie marks on them or were written on. Actually, you know what's really weird is the eggs that we write on with the Sharpie tend to hatch almost 100%. And we don't, we don't write on all of them. Like my daughter will pick the real pretty eggs or whatever she likes and she'll just write on them and make names and stuff and whatever and blah 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 and we have pretty good luck at that so anyway just a side note there but um yeah 21 days you know so three weeks pretty much um day one is day one Uh, a lot of people count day one as zero i do not uh day one is day one it is at right down to the hour almost so when you notice um, that this is going on, what you do is you, you you go 21 days exactly and you count day one as day one. So like from today to tomorrow is day one, you know. I did it at four in the afternoon. So today at four in the afternoon to tomorrow at four in the afternoon is the first day. And that's how you count your days going into day 21. So three weeks basically. Um, so you'll be a day short of the day you set them three weeks from that day so like if you set them on a Sunday three weeks away they will hatch on a Saturday does that make sense 21 days Um, a lot of people like and, and they'll almost hatch 21 days to the hour you know you'll start getting pecs and stuff like that in there and you can leave them in there either in your incubator or under your hand, you know, just leave them there. I mean, what, what's it hurting you? Leave them there for a few days afterwards and see if they hatch. You know, I mean, some of them take a while. <laughs> you know, I mean, gosh, I saw one chick on this last run. I think it had a pip in the shell, and then two days later it was hatched out. So they say it takes up to 24 hours, and I would venture to say that some of them even take longer than that. Um, quail, however, I mean, like, seriously, I can set those in 18 days later to the hour. It will happen, like, they'll start hatching, like, the instant that I set them 18 days later. So if I set them on a, a day at 4 in the afternoon, 18 days later, they start hatching at 4 in the afternoon, and it seems like they all hatch within, like, 5 hours, but that's just my incubator and I have no idea why they do so well at it but it's it's pretty neat it's really it's actually a really neat thing to to get into but um natural egg incubation you know and this is how I'm doing it they're in the egg nest blah 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 whatever trying to keep fresh hay in there trying to keep nicey nice and whatever whatever in there you know just fluffed up hay trying to make sure the rain and the wind and all the shit and stuff doesn't get in there. All the other egg uh, chickens are trying to lay eggs in there with her. Um, you know, if you get a couple of mean ones, they might uh, jump the nest. And, and, and sometimes your brody hen will jump the nest and go into a different nest. So you got to make sure you get the eggs under him again. Blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, it's just something to keep an eye on. Uh, my egg uh, boxes are not necessarily the... Uh, best egg nesting boxes for hatching chicks 
So it's something when they do start hatching, I mean that couple days there, we're really just going to have to keep an eye on it. And um, yeah, naturally hatching, it's something uh, if you get a brody hen, you know, and you got yourself a brooder laying around or whatever, or you can throw one together quick if they do end up hatching, you know, I would uh, do that. And some people actually just leave them out there with the hen. Um, where our nesting boxes are is kind of an obstacle course right now. And the chicks, I have no idea uh, how they would uh, get down from there. And I have no idea how the rest of the flock would treat them because they're kind of a, they're not free range because uh, I don't want the dog to eat them. But, um, you know, it's something to keep an eye on. When they hatch, I think I'm just going to throw these guys in the brooder. I might even throw the hand in there with them for a day or two or just get them in the stall that the pigs are in you know what I mean so something to look look at you know something to look into um, there's definitely a million different ways you could go out however your setup is um, so last year the ones that hatched out hatched out on a nesting box I had on the ground and that nesting box that I had on the ground, I went out there, there was a chicken there, and then a day later there was another chicken there. One was dead, and the other one was also dead a day later. Um, I don't know exactly what happened. I don't know if they got picked on, or if they just couldn't get out, or if they couldn't get what they needed. I have no idea. So this year, as they hatch, I'm going to be throwing them in a brooder, and maybe even in with this other hen. If they start hatching, I mean, maybe we can throw them in a, in, a, in a brooder area for a while or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so something to look at, something to look into, um, however you want to do it. And, yeah, that's about all I got for that. But uh, help those folks that need your help, you know. Uh, I always try to do my best. It's something I could always do better at, um, you know, helping people. Gosh, you know, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's a good, it's a good thing to get into, and uh, you only live once. Would you rather live knowing that you helped people, or would you rather live knowing that the shit you pointless shit that you needed to get done was done? You know, something to think about. Anyway, thank you for tuning in today, and God bless you. I, uh, I have some beer to deliver today. It's beer season. So uh, the loads are starting to crank up a little bit, and we need to get her done. So anyway, thank you, and uh, yeah, have a good one. Anyway, have a good one.